Welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I'm your hostess, Mistress Mia, and you know, the one, the only, Master John Lord Balajani Hotcakes! Yay! Me! Jesus. No, it's me. <clears throat> it is. It is. It's not Jesus, is it? It's not Jesus. <laughs> so, John, I'm going to tell you, I had a really great session the other day. Oh, yeah? I had this guy come in for ABDL. Okay. Adult baby diaper lover. Yeah, did he have his diaper on? He put his diaper out so I could put it on him. Oh. <laughs> he wanted a mommy. He did. With Shout his... out to Mama Peach. Yeah, Mama Peach. Um, but yeah, I powdered him and uh, put him in his cute little Toy Story shirt, which I will be posting that on Fat Life. <laughs> Did you get under his ball so he didn't get diaper rash? Of course. Okay, okay. Of course. <laughs> did, you put, did you put the diaper rash cream under in his butt? Totally. Oh, my God. <laughs> Takes me back to when my kids were little. I bet. Get to rub all kinds of weird shit on your kids when you put the diaper on. Oh, they have so many cool things, though, for that now, you know? They yeah. They have butt cream and, you know, they have booger wipes. That's fun. <laughs> Is it? It is. It's so fun. (laughs) (laughs) But yes. Did he want to wet his diaper and make you change it? You know, he said it. It happens. It happens. He's like it wasn't. Wasn't all about that. You know, we. Um, I I fed him applesauce. I fed him a bottle. Did he have a little baby spoon or did you use a regular size spoon? I had a little baby spoon. And, um, you should get a big, a big wooden spoon and pretend like it's a baby spoon and just like shove it in his mouth. Oh my God. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't be babyish, but it'd be fun. It's cute. We did, <laughs> we did the choo-choo train. That was cute. Did you read him the storybook I got you? I didn't read the storybook. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't make it to that, but I tickled the shit out of him. Hmm. That was the fun part. Um, yeah, I suffocated him with my titties. <laughs> <laughs> did all sorts of things. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. It was cute. Sounds he, good. He gave me a raving review on Fat Life. So my friend is coloring me a picture of a kitty cat and sending it to me in the mail. Oh my God. How fucking cute. Yeah. She, she sent a picture of it in progress and asked for the address. <sighs> and then she said, I think you need two pictures. I said, you know what, baby girl, go ahead and color me two pictures if it makes you feel better. So she's sending me two pictures. <laughs> that is too cute. <laughs> she She's like... I feel bratty and I can't be bratty with my miss. And you're the only one who knows how to handle me. I was like, okay. <laughs> I love <laughs> so, her. So we had a whole conversation. She felt better. She wasn't bratty anymore. And she drew me a picture. I love her. She's so fucking adorable. <laughs> Babies are right. She's great. She is. And she's got some stuff she's knitting and everything else yeah. she's posted. Yeah, and she's I good at it. That. She's so good at that. Yeah, yeah, she was showing it to me. She just started. That was like the one I showed you was her second one she ever made. So tell her she needs to see if she can... Do some like knitted diapers. Oh. And sell those. Yeah. I think that would be a hit. So I'm on Etsy. Make an Etsy store. Yeah. Yes. Diaper covers. Diaper covers. Yeah. Yes. Boom. Look at you. You know? Yeah. Totally. Put some some elastic in them. (laughs) (laughs) You know the little plastic diaper covers? (laughs) For the cloth diapers. So if they're wet, it doesn't spill through. Exactly. Yeah, like back in the 70s and 80s when I was a baby. And cute little buttons. Totally. Little bonnets. (laughs) 
Oh my god. Oh, that'd be baby cute. blankets. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, adult size. Yeah. <laughs> so. See, there we go. I know. We have great ideas. We're like brainstorming ideas, it's crazy. God. <laughs> that would suggest we had a brain. <laughs> All right, we've been serious enough. So have we? No, not really. We, but we're going to talk about cockholding tonight, John. Cockholding. Cockholding. All right. What yeah. is cuckolding? Tell me. Cockholding is when you have an open relationship with your husband or boyfriend and you have a hot wife. You know? Okay. Yeah. So it's not a traditional open relationship, though. Not traditional, no. So what's happening is the female partner is having sex with other people and the Correct. male partner is not. Correct. So let's talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about it. <laughs> so, so, okay, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You're okay. So, the male partner enjoys the fact that his partner is having sex with other men. Yeah. And a lot of times he wants to watch. Sometimes he wants to be humiliated by it. He wants to watch somebody please his, his partner in ways he couldn't. Some of them maybe don't want to watch. Maybe they just want to hear about it later, but they want to know about it. Some of them even help choose Very much the partner. So. So, why do people like this? Well, you know, scientists have said it's uh, about, like, male competition or the fact that they want to, you know, have a prized wife, you know, that they can do this. Personally, I see couples, you know, I've seen couples for 30-plus years, you know, come to the dungeon or come to parties, and they really just want to... I think watch their wife get fucked because they really want cock secretly, subconsciously. So you just went through a bunch of reasons, didn't you? I did. <laughs> so Well, break it down, John. Well, one thing is, is compersion, which means to take joy from another person's joy. You like to watch your partner have a good time. You like to watch them have fun and enjoy themselves, and it okay. makes you happy. All right. All right. Next would be, it's a little bit taboo, and that's what we talk about all the time the reason we do the the things we do is because you're not supposed to do them and that makes it exciting you tell somebody they can't do something it makes them want to do it even more oh yeah yeah tell your kids not to do something and find out what they do oh i know right you can't say that word so they wait until you're gone and they say that word a hundred times right (laughs) i know don't eat the cookies well, why not? They must be good because you told me not to eat them. Like my husband all of a sudden started getting ballsy about standing up and being at the toilet. And I'm like, bitch, we're not starting that shit. I broke you that habit 10 years ago. Little bitches sit on the toilet. He's, He's like, like, I'm not a little bitch anymore. <laughs> Fuck that. I stand up at work and you don't know. Go no. Come Fucker. home and stand up. You can't make me sit mm-hmm. down. Fucker. Yeah, you can. You can make them sit down. Can't Fuck you? yeah, I'm going to make them sit down. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, it's the whole Genesis. Yeah. First book in the Bible. What did God do? Don't eat the fucking apple. Because <laughs> <laughs> he knew if he told them not to eat the apple, what were they going to do? They were going to eat that they were fucking eat apple. They eat that fucking apple. Yeah. Don't tell people not to do things. You want people not to do something? Give them permission. They won't do it. They're like, fuck mm-hmm. that. That's boring. An apple? Fuck an apple. Tell them not to eat it. First thing they're going to do is go get that apple. Exactly. So, you're married, you're monogamous, can't have sex with other people. What's the first thing you're going to want to do? Have sex with other people. That guy's hot. I want to fuck him. Yeah. All right. So, taboo. (laughs) (laughs) 
You said this one too, sexual orientation. A lot of these guys have bisexual tendencies. They like men. They like to look at men. They like to watch men get fucked. They like to watch the wife get fucked. They want to fuck the guy, but they don't want to admit it. They never want to admit it. Or so, they just want to see that dick. So the next best thing is to watch some guy fuck, your fuck wife. his wife so he gets to be part of the be part of it without actually being admitting yeah. that they're bisexual. Absolutely. You know, we've talked about that a lot before too. A lot of couples will do female female male threesomes and they want their female partner to be bisexual and the female partner is bisexual so she's okay with it yeah so it works out as long as everybody's having a good time and everybody's happy it works out yeah. this is the now the male partner is bisexual but it doesn't want to admit it now you know that's why they're okay with it matt and melissa they contacted me this week and yeah. apparently matt has trying to do his bi fantasy no um, but his wife is going to be with her boyfriend. Oh, she has a boyfriend now. She's got a boyfriend now. And Matt is going to be at home waiting for this bull to come over and fuck him. Oh. So it was happening this weekend, so I'm excited to see how it turned out. So they're going to go, both going to go get fucked and then come home and tell each other about it. Mm-hmm. Because she doesn't want to watch him get fucked? I don't know. He doesn't want to watch know. her with her boyfriend? I don't know. And, you I know, don't know. Maybe the boyfriend isn't comfortable with him watching. Maybe. But that's not cuckolding anymore. That's just an open relationship now. Yeah. It's different. It is different. Ah, to each his own. Yeah. Okay. Next, power dynamics. Like you said. Yeah. Your little bitch boy thinks he's going to stand up and he's just not. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you got to show who's in charge. Exactly. And by fucking another man in front of you. You know who the fuck's in charge. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. I mean, we've seen that enough at a party, have we not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have. And here's candolism. This was a new word for me. Oh, my gosh. The candolism fetish. Candolism <laughs> <laughs> is a fish involved in many cuckolding cases where the husband gets a thrill and pride from having a wife that other men want and from showing her off to other men. This is also called hot wifing. So hot wifing and cuckolding aren't the same thing. So the, sep the separation with hot wifing is more of, I have a hot wife. I know people like her. I like to show off and be proud that my wife is that fucking hot. Yeah. And sometimes he does like watching other men fuck her because it gives him pride in his wife. I think they're getting too technical at yeah. this point, don't you? Come yeah, on. but the hot wifing isn't so much of humiliation and degradation and power dynamics. That's it's more, true. I have a hot fucking wife yeah. and you're proud of her. That's true. So then they talk about porn. We all like to watch porn. It's fun. We enjoy it. So if you get to watch your wife have sex with another guy, it's like live porn. So some people like that. Competition. So you just brought this up. Yeah. So tell us why competition is important. Well, I think it strokes the male ego. I think that, you know, they're kind of winning the battle, so to speak. You know, if they get to compete with the other husband. I mean, you've been in that situation. <laughs> right. But the husband likes the competition. Yeah. He, You know, he watches yeah. and then he reclaims his wife. Yeah. And it says that there's a theory 
um, sperm competition theory. It says watching your partner with another man can lead the cuck or the submissive husband to have a more intense orgasm, more sperm in the ejaculate, and physically being able to have sex sooner after having an orgasm or having a shorter refractory period. Because now they have to prove that they are man enough for their wife. Mm. And, and reclaim her and show her, hey, I'm your man. Hmm. You know? Interesting, huh? So it says cuckolding is actually a lot more common than people think. Um, the Kinsey Institute, you know what that is, right? Tell me. You don't know what the Kinsey Institute is? Well, you need to tell the, the listener, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> so the Kinsey Institute, they study sex, sexuality. Um, and they, uh, they surveyed 4,000 men. And they found that 58% of the men that they surveyed had fantasies about sharing their partner with another man. Said many women had the fantasy as well of sleeping with another man, but not nearly as high as the men did. So it's actually the men who want, who have this fantasy, it's not the women as much. Um, it also says that uh, data from porn sites shows that cuckolding is the second most common heterosexual porn. So men, this is the second most common porn search for men is cuckolding, which is crazy. All right. So we know what cuckolding is. Let's try it out. Dun, dun, dun. How do we get started? <laughs> <laughs> so how do you talk to your partner about wanting, about your cuckolding fantasy and, and wanting to explore? So how to find the third party or how to bring it up in topic for your spouse or your partner. You know, there's a lot of different ways to do it. And I think that we have this one guy and I've known him for years. He is a cross dresser. You know, he has this fetish for black men with large dicks. You know, he likes to get fucked. And um, say it. He likes big black cock. He does. Big he does. black cock. BBC. I couldn't even get it out of my mouth. I know. BBC. He wants it in his mouth me. and I can't get it out. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but, you know, he has never told his wife any of it. And, you know, what does he do? Well, when he gets to go out of town, he gets to play, you know. Um, but I've talked to him and he's told me, he's like, you know, it's like, you know, life is a fair or a carnival. You know, but I keep going on the same merry-go-round over and over again. It's become a stagnant, monot monotonous for him, you know, just seeing the same people, the same kind of scenario. And honestly, it's because he hasn't talked to his wife, you know, and his wife is, you know, a beautiful woman, but he's like, yeah, you know, I just wish she would have an affair on me. And I'm like, why not talk to her and say, hey, let's have an open relationship. You know, I want to see you involved with other men. I want to see this. But he hasn't done it. And know? that's why his marriage is stagnant. Exactly. And I'm... That's can why almost, he sleeps on the couch. I can... Okay. That answered my question because I was going to say I can almost guarantee she's feeling the same way. Yeah. Because if he's bored and not engaged in what's happening... She's miserable. She's going to feel it. Yeah. And she's going to be bored and not engaged in what's happening. And now he's sleeping on the couch, so they're not intimate at all. That's That's not... A healthy relationship. Absolutely. But yeah, their relationship is terrible. I mean, he doesn't go into great lengths of details about it with me, but you know, he sleeps on the couch and he's not honest with her, you know, and it's just sad. And at that point, if you're not happy in the relationship, why are you even together anymore? Exactly. You know, 
And you know, every relationship's different. There's good, there's good and bad things about the relationship. Sex isn't the only piece of a relationship. Not at all. But you know, if you can't even sleep in the bed together, yeah. Even if you're not having sex, you still have closeness. It doesn't sound like they're close. You know, and at this point in our life, you know, so many of our listeners, they're well over 40. Mm. You know, a big bracket of our listeners are over 50. So, you know, you sit back and say, well, how long do I have in my life? You know, why can't I be open and honest with my spouse or my partner? You know, and ultimately, you know, you're wasting your time and your energy Right. Um, you're, not, you're not getting any younger. Exactly. You're just sitting around thinking about all the things you want to do and miserable because you're not doing them. Exactly. So. So, yeah. So getting back to, you know, kind of embracing that, trying to find a cockhold. You know, there's fat life. There's swinger sites, you know, and yeah. that's really a good route to take. Right. And you brought up Matt and Melissa earlier. They yeah. asked us advice on how to do this. We talked to them on some of the and we gave advice on the podcast. Yeah. We we mentioned talk to each other, mm-hmm. be open and honest. They talked about their adventures and trying to find someone. And now you said she's got a boyfriend and he's got somebody coming over to fuck him. Yeah. So they were able to have that conversation and it worked out. And you know, I what love- never works out is not having the conversation. Very true. You know, and I love Matt and Melissa because I think that they kind of have a different type of relationship than most because Whereas with him, it's not just the fact that he's bisexual and he wants to be a cockhold. It's the fact that he's into ABDL, um, that he wants to be bisexual, that he, you know, wants her to have a boyfriend, that he wants, he wants this long list of things. And because she loves him, you know, she does all of these things with him. And a lot of times we have a list of things we want to do and that our partner can't provide. Exactly. Even if they do love you. Right. Yeah. So then, it just won't work. So then you open it up to other partners. Exactly. Because she can't give him a big black cock. Yeah. She physically can't. can't she doesn't do have one. Exactly. You know, you can do the fantasy. You can use toys and you do all those things. But in the end, if that's what he wants and that's what he's driven towards, you know. It is what it is. He's going to get it one way or the other, whether she's approving of it or not yeah so to be able to have that conversation and do it together that i think that's a a very freeing thing for a a relationship to be able to say hey i can't get all my needs met from this one person yeah you know we all have friends that provide different things for us definitely my your friendship is different than my friendship with anybody else absolutely and i get a lot from you but i also get a lot from my other friends sure so and we've talked about that before with polyamory and Oberon Zell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Love Oberon Zell. Yeah, he was great. Okay, so we're, we're looking, we've had the conversation, we've talked to each other, we're looking for someone. So, do's and don'ts. First thing you want to do is make sure that you take it slow. You, you, you get excited about things. It's BDSM. Yes. You find out you like to be choked. Because I like, I was just going to say that because <laughs> yes. I like to be choked. You have to take that shit slow. You don't just say, hey, choke me out every time you see me. Yeah. Because it's it's dangerous to go too fast. Definitely. Or you like to be flogged. Well, just beat the shit out of me till I'm bloody and blue. You know, that doesn't really work. No. You have to take it slow. You have to learn what you're doing. You have to... Fig- Gauge the threshold of You pain. have to figure it out. Yeah. So this is the same thing. Don't just go to the bar and fuck every dude you meet. No, you have to read. You have to be knowledgeable. 
You have to find people that you feel safe and comfortable with. Yeah. That your partner feels safe and comfortable with. You have to, you can't just go, well, I'm just going to fuck this dude and not think about the actual emotions that are going to happen afterward and not think about the consequences and not think about, hey, if this isn't working for me, how do I stop you? Like, what's our safe word? Like, if I'm watching you have sex with this other guy and all of a sudden it's not comfortable anymore, how do I convey that to you in a way that you'll actually stop and not just do it anyway? So it, it does become complicated. So take it slow. Don't try to convince your partner to do something that they're not into. So like with anything else, one partner might have this fantasy, but the other partner doesn't. And the worst thing you could do is try to talk your husband into being a cuckold if that's not what he is, and that ruins your relationship. But on the other side, don't t- talk your wife into sleeping with other men if that's not what she wants to do. Exactly. Exactly. So, discussing things to where you're you're feeling comfortable about them beforehand. Right. What What are you comfortable with? Are you comfortable? Let's just just let's just start out with making out. Yeah. Make out with some guy. Yeah. Let me watch that and see how we feel. Break it all down. All the limits. You know, maybe maybe you not even make out with a guy. Flirt with a guy. There you go. Let me watch you flirt with someone. We'll see how it feels. You know, I think the Griswolds have that that whole relationship with swingers that they have, I think they have that shit locked down. Like yeah. they talk about everything before. They go after, on a date. They don't just everything. meet somebody and fuck. They go exactly. on dates. They meet them. They, they see if they get along. They, they try to have some form of a friendship and connection before they just have sex. Now, you know, the experts say don't objectify the third party. Okay. Well, but, <laughs> but they also say, unless they're into that, unless they're into that. Yeah. So a lot of people, We'll use the third party as a tool, kind of like a sex toy. You go buy a vibrator. It's a tool to have fun. Some some of these couples will go out and find a guy, and that's all he is to them. There's no emotion. There's no he. It's just a dick. And if the guy's into that, he he'll he'll be a dick for you. He'll fuck you, and he'll leave. And that's the end. You never see him again. That's okay. That's it. But this is saying, you know, a lot of people, the third party, that's not going to be okay for him. So. It is complicated. It's not just the husband and wife. It's the third party as well. And we already know about safety precautions. Oh my God, please use condoms. Yeah. You don't know where this person's been. Especially if you meet him in the bar and you're just picking up some random stranger. Use a fucking condom. I know. But you know, we always get the requests for cream pies. But I mean, honestly... Do you If you're friends with somebody, you've known them for a while, they've had been tested and you trust them... But you still don't know who they're sleeping with on the side and not telling you. You don't. Yeah. And even if they got tested last week, who did they sleep with last night? Yeah, exactly. So it has to be a relationship where everybody's open and honest and they disclose what they're doing and who they're doing it with. So a lot of people will have this group of friends that they all sleep together and they all agree not to sleep outside the group so everybody knows who's... So Hence a poly, poly household. Oh. A polycule, yeah. There you go. Polycule. <laughs> Which is safer. Yeah. But you still don't know if one of those people isn't telling you something. Very so true. So it's still... If you're married, yeah. A lot of people, when they're married, they don't use protection. Yeah. But use protection with everybody else to keep your partner safe. Yeah, it's fun and you're willing to take the risk, but are you willing to give that risk to your partner without telling them? So true. 
and that you know you give your partner something and didn't tell them that there was a risk and that you did that thing that's going to be a big issue down the road absolutely it's always something John. always something you Jeez. gotta think about these things so technical God. <laughs> you if know you love your partner you know, we had that really cute... Take care of them. I know. We got this really cute couple, though, that comes, and we see them quite often at events. And, you know, they're young, and they're sexy, and they're adorable, and, you know, they're bisexual. They're fun. But, man, they sure like to fuck with no condoms. It's like, oh, God. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's a fantasy for that a lot sucks. of people. sucks. Yeah, they the don't risk, realize. You know, BDSM, a lot of times, it's a risk. It I play is. with fire. I like the risk. I like the energy. I like the excitement. Everything's For a, lot, a risk. A lot of fun, right? people, Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> like to have unprotected sex because yeah. there is a risk. You're throwing fire into that pussy. You just don't know yet. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> we've already talked about the next step. Mm-hmm. We're going to light it on fire while we're fucking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we saw some videos. We're like, oh, my God. I'm like, oh, my God, I know. Well... That's what we're doing next. I was going to say, too bad that fire won't, like, sterilize that dirty cum. (laughs) Why are you trying to say my cum is dirty? Not yours. Just other people that have, you know, diseases. (laughs) I'm not not talking about other people. I'm talking about me. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) All right. Okay. Yeah, if you could just burn the herpes out of somebody that'd be I great know, that'd wouldn't it that'd be great right it's, if, you know how rich would be yeah come on over I'll burn the herpes right out of you yeah <laughs> with my magic dick exactly <laughs> <laughs> light my dick on fire thrust it inside of them put yeah it, put it outside of their blowtorch dick boom <laughs> like that didn't you <laughs> healed in the name of Baylor. <laughs> oh my god hey Zeus didn't heal you I will <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't mean a Jesus. He doesn't. I didn't mean say it. Jesus. I said Jesus. <laughs> Different person. <laughs> okay. All right. We've had fun. Let's stop with the sacrilegious bullshit. That's a different episode. <laughs> Total different episode. <laughs> Talks about cults and wizards on the next show. Let's do it. <laughs> I know all about cults, don't I? Yes, you do. Yeah. Fuck that shit. <laughs> all right. Until next time. Make all of your lit dick in the pussy fantasies become realities.